Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TVJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be talking about the latest news surrounding the NFL, and then we will be covering our week one preview. The latest news surrounding the NFL on today, September 8th, um, Chargers running back Austin Eckler did not practice in, on Wednesday due to a hamstring injury. Elkler also dealt with a hamstring injury all of last season, which cut his season short to only six games. So if you're an Austin Eckler owner out there in fantasy leagues, is definitely something to keep your eye on. Maybe want to go out there and pick up some of the backup running backs. I I don't know which one is really the guy. I mean, last year Eckler was out and we saw Justin Jackson, Joshua Kelly get some carries there. It was kind of a split backfield once Eckler went down. So um, I'm a, I would expect to see those two guys back there again if Eckler is not there week one. They also have a running a rookie running back in Larry Roundtree. Um, just guy to keep your eye on there um, if Eckler is to miss multiple games this season. In other running back news, Giants running back Saquon Barkley was a limited participant in practice on Wednesday along with his teammate Kenny Galladay and Kyle Rudolph. Uh, not very good news coming into week one. I mean, just around the corner, we have week one on Sunday. I mean, Barkley owners out there, I mean, it was talked that he might not be ready till week three, so at least he's uh, somewhat ready. Um, probably won't be full participant in Sunday's game, probably limited basis for him. It's probably the same with Kenny Galladay and Kyle Rudolph. I mean, it's only week one. Uh, you just don't want those guys to get hurt again. But Saquon Barkley had torn his ACL in week two of last season. So just the fact that he's not ready to return quite yet is uh, still a bit of a concern. But again, just something to keep your eye on. In more running back news, the Ravens announced that they have added the former Pro Bowler Le'Veon Bell to their practice squad after Justice Hill suffered a torn Achilles this week. Um, I mean, we also know J.K. Dobbins went down with an injury, so, I mean, it was just Gus Edwards there now, and the rookie Tyson Williams, and now Le'Veon Bell is there as well, so just another guy there just in case they get more injuries. Really no fantasy relevance there unless he becomes the number one guy, which I don't see happening. Now on to Indianapolis. Uh, Colts quarterback Carson Wentz was a full participant in practice, and will play on against the Sun... Er, will play against the Seahawks this coming Sunday. Uh, great news for Colts fans. I mean, Jacob Eason is, I believe that's who the guy would be that was replacing him. He's not the best quarterback. I mean, there's a reason he's a backup. Wasn't drafted all too high. But yeah, Carson Wentz too. I mean, he's not the best quarterback either. So it'll be an interesting to see how he does in his first game with the Colts and with that lackluster offense there. Titans wide receiver A.J. Brown did not practice um, today with a knee injury. Um, unfortunate for those A.J. Brown owners out there. I mean, it's not quite known of the severity of the injury, but again, just nagging injuries before the season are never a good thing. And in releasing news, uh, Saints have released the veteran running back Latavius Murray, uh, which now leaves Kamara, Alvin Kamara's backup to be Tony Jones Jr. So if you have Alvin Kamara out there, it might be worth... Keeping an eye on Tony Jones Jr. in case of Kamara's injury. But, I mean, it's Alvin Kamara. And Latavius Murray has been somewhat of a fantasy-relevant running back just behind Alvin Kamara. So, maybe we see this Tony Jones Jr. fill into that Alvin Kamara role. And he could become a flex guy or even rostered in deeper leagues. And I'm sure he was even rostered in most leagues. But now that he is out, Tony Jones Jr. is in. Alvin Kamara is still the number one guy there, so nothing to worry about with him. 
And that is it for the latest news surrounding the NFL. Alright, here we have our week one preview. We'll start out with the Thursday game and then we'll just progress through the time slots. So Thursday, September 9th at 7.20, we got the Cowboys at Buccaneers. Um, I got the Buccaneers winning that. As do I. I mean, I mean it's hard to not take the super, reigning Super Bowl, Bowl champions, champions against the lackluster Cowboys. I mean, they got a pretty good offense, but Bucks defense this is very stout. They have everyone back now. They just reactivated Nagamigan Sue. And oh, yeah, that's right. He's... I mean, yeah, <laughs> that Buccaneers defense, I mean, Cowboys defense is nothing, really. Yeah, I mean, Buccaneers offense can score just as well. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady said, just said uh, recently, he's like, I feel like I'm throwing, like, as good as I was when I was 24. I yeah, yep. and so, I mean, it's hard not to unless, take yeah, that. Yeah, unless, you know, unless Dak and Zeke yeah, maybe go that back offense, to the early form they were last season when Dak was on pace for 7,000 yards or something yeah, stupid like that. Yeah, it's hard to see that, though, with the Bucks defense. It is I hard, mean, but, you know, it's week one. Week one, yeah. NFL, this, yeah. yeah, no, I think the Bucks will definitely come out on Bucks top. Bucks will definitely come out on top, and... We'll go uh, as I'll add this in as we're going through each game. We'll talk about some waiver wire potential waiver wire week one candidates for this Bucks Cowboys game. Um, I got Blake Jarwin. I mean, he's the starting tight end for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's only rostered in nine point eight percent of ESPN leagues, less, which is less than ten percent. That's I mean, I feel like that's ridiculous. I mean, Dalton Schultz was the top fifteen tight end last year and. He had Andy, Andy Dalton, Dalton, Ben DiNucci. Ben DiNucci, yeah. So it's definitely got to keep your eye on if you're a guy to keep your eye on. If don't you, have if you had Irv Smith, you drafted him, yeah, couple, before he got hurt. Or, I mean, or even if you don't have one of those top three tight ends. I mean, Blake Jarwin. I mean, he yeah. could be a top ten guy throughout the season if he's in this potent offense. Uh-huh. So I mean, you also have Ceedee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke. Who, and Zeke and then Michael Gallup, too, another guy there you can't forget about. But, I mean, Mark Cooper said, too, he feels like he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. So yeah, he is, he's, he's he's pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. But it will be interesting to see how that pecking order goes. If Blake Jarwin's fourth or if he ends up being third there. Just a guy to keep your eye on. Moving to Sunday's game, the 12 o'clock noon games for us here in the in the Midwest, in the Central Time Zone. First game we'll talk about, Jaguars at Texans. I mean, I think we both got the Jaguars here. It's hard to take the Texans yeah. in any game. <laughs> yeah, without Deshaun Watson. Without Deshaun Watson, you got Tyrod at quarterback. He was just named the starter. And, I mean, the wide receiver core is abysmal there. I mean, yeah. you, got, you got Brandon Cooks. But, I mean, Nico Collins, rookie there. And I couldn't even name anyone past that. I honestly, yeah. And then the running backs, it's a revolving door at this point. Who revolving. I mean, yeah, the they main... have... Four guys there that could be somewhat fantasy relevant week to week. Mm-hmm. I mean, the one guy that you probably want to keep your eye on there, uh, waiver wire wise, Nico Collins, the second wide receiver, the rookie for the Texans. I mean, it's rostered in point one yeah. percent of ESPN leagues. Point one percent of leagues. So, I mean, he's probably available in your league. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. Um, I mean, so Brandon you- Cooks is the number one guy there, but I mean. Who knows how that offense is going to yeah. go. I mean, so if they're going to be down, too, because their defense isn't the greatest. Their defense is not good. Maybe they're passing a lot, and maybe their offense gets that garbage garbage time points. So, mm-hmm. Nico Collins is just a guy to keep your eye out. Come, I mean, week one, maybe he gets a touchdown or two even. I mean, yeah. five, six receptions. Maybe you're looking for a guy that, I mean, you, you draft your players and you don't like them all, and you see him out there. Or as, even injuries, yeah. Exactly, injuries, too. Or you like to make moves before week one, which... <laughs> A lot of people do. I've done that already in one league. So, um, 
Move, I mean, Jaguars, Texans, we already said that. Or yeah, we both got the Jaguars. Jaguars, uh, moving on to the next game, Chargers fo- at the football team. Uh, I mean, I got the football team. As do I, yeah. I mean, good defense. I mean, one of the best defenses in the league. Great front seven there. I mean, especially their defensive line. Chase Young, Montez Sweat. A lot of first-round picks. A lot of first-round picks. They just drafted another linebacker this year. I mean, not in the first round. I don't. Maybe it was in the first round. I don't know. I'm not quite sure what his name is. Yeah, even. I, I just either. know they drafted a guy <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, yep. But, then, I mean, yeah, there was one of the best defenses in the league. And, I mean, they got Fitzmagic there now who should be able to get that offense going. Yeah, I mean, he's got the weapons to do it. Terry, McLaurin, Antonio Gibson. <laughs> yeah, Antonio Sorry. Gibson. No, it's all right. Uh, yeah, no, he's got a lot of tar- or a lot of mouths to feed there. So, I mean, I think the football team, yeah, we both think the football team's going to win this game. game. Yeah. I mean, I think it should be a really close game if – Justin Herbert can actually come out and show that he's mm-hmm. going to take that step up and be a, a be- one of the better quarterbacks in the league. Maybe he can pick apart that defense and maybe yep. he can avoid sacks and maybe the Chargers come out on top. But we both got the, the football team's defense uh, yeah. persisting in the end. It's one of the many good matchups that we have week one. Yeah, there's a lot of good matchups that are close calls. I mean, there's a very two pretty good teams right there. I mean, the Chargers, their defense maybe isn't as good. I mean, they got Bosa. Uh, and then Derwin James coming back now, so maybe those two are able to to solidify the defense now, and they can take another step up. I mean, they were their defense was pretty good in a couple of years past when they had both those guys healthy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Derwin James missed some time, so football team's gonna win this game probably. Uh, then the one guy to keep your eye on fantasy wise, um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the quarterback for the football team. I mean, I have him in one of my leagues. He's only yeah, I do too. He's only rostered in twenty three point four percent of leagues, though, so uh, he's probably available one in four leagues, I guess. So uh, just depends how deep. Yeah, how deep, how big the league is, I should say. And if you're doing two quarterback league, he's probably drafted more of those. But I mean. In a standard one quarterback league, he could be still out there for you to pick up. Yeah, and I mean, like we said, very potent offense there. A lot of mouths to feed, a lot of young guys. So, I mean, he's going to have the work cut out for him if he can keep up with all these young guys and get them the yardage. He's gonna probably going to have a pretty good season. So I agree. Week one, maybe maybe we'll see him come out and ball out like we did when he was with the Bucks. Remember week one, it was against the Saints, I believe. He had like 400 yards or something like that. Just a yep. ridiculous game. So, maybe week one. Comes out and we see Fitz Magic back to normal. Yep. Next game we have the Seahawks at Colts. We both have the Seahawks here. I mean, it's hard when you really don't know the Colts quarterback situation. Yeah. And Wentz is iffy. Yeah. Wentz so. is iffy, and I mean, the Colts defense. Their their defense is. But it'll keep it. In, it'll keep them in the game. I think for a while. Yeah. It definitely offense. will. I mean. But, I mean, Russell Wilson and that offense, too. I mean, it's Russell Wilson. Mr. Unlimited. Exactly. We've been beaten by him too many times Way as Packer fans. Times yep. And, yeah, I mean, Seahawks should come out on top. But the defense will probably give them a run for their money. And, yeah, the one guy to keep your eye on there, though, would be Gerald Everett. I mean, tight end for the Seahawks. Only number rostered one. in, yeah, the number one tight end. He was with the Rams last year. And, I mean, he had a decent year as their number two behind Higby. Uh but he's only rostered in 9.8% of leagues. So, again, if you're weak on the tight end position after week one, if he has a pretty good game and maybe he's the guy you go pick up as your yeah, number two. Definitely. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, next game, we have the Jets at Panthers. Uh, I was wanting to pick the Jets in this one just because of Zach Wilson and the question marks with the Panthers and their offense. But, 
I think it's hard to go against Christian McCaffrey. Exactly. Panthers. Um, we both got the Panthers here. And I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see how Sam Donald does against his former team. I mean, revenge game. He's week definitely one. become on fire. And yeah. So, I mean, I think the Panthers, I mean, they're at home too. So that's kind of the one part that deciding factor for me was i feel like the home games are going to be a a big help this Especially year week one with the fans being yeah, back fans had a whole pretty much a whole year off in most places so they're going to come back and they're going to be loud and Very it's going to be hard for the the rookie quarterback zach wilson to really probably do anything uh-huh. he's going to have a hard time just even getting play calls off because i mean it's a, his first live action football game and mm-hmm. it's probably going to be very loud there so i mean all those guys, there's a lot of guys there to keep your eye on waiver wire wise. I mean, both those quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson. I mean, I'm expecting both of them to have pretty good games. I mean, both defenses are not very good. Yeah, nothing to brag about. No, really, there's nothing to brag about there. I mean, Sam Darnold's only rostered in 6% of leagues, while Zach Wilson in 15.8%. So both are probably available. Uh, and then for the Jets, too, running back Tevin Coleman. I mean, we've talked about him in the rookies. Yep. Um, Being the. The number one. He's the number one, and he's only rostered in 19.7% of leagues. So, I mean, come week one, if he's... I mean, it's going to be a running back by committee, they've said, but if he's getting the majority of that committee... 75%, that still could be fantasy relevant for running backs. Yeah, if he's getting the touchdowns. Uh Uh-huh, that, and I mean, running backs... After it drops off after the top 10 or whatever you want to say. It does, very much so drops off, so... And then even more after 20, I mean... Yeah. There's not many running backs in the league that are top fantasy producers yeah and constantly too i mean Cons- yep yep week uh, in and week out tevin coleman i mean he's probably not going to be the consistent guy there but i mean week one week two week three maybe he comes out and he does pretty good and while he's healthy at least probably going to get hurt hopefully not mm-hmm. um but yeah just a guy to keep your eye on and then another uh jets player elijah moore the rookie wide receiver we talked about he's rostered in 40 percent of leagues and then uh the tight end for the panthers dan arnold Rostered in a solid 1% of leagues, but he is the number one tight end there. Mm-hmm. So red zone threats, or he's a tall guy, so he might be the red zone target there. Might get a lot of touchdowns just based on that. And yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how he does week one. Like we said with the other tight ends, if you're weak on tight ends, might be a guy you pick up after week one. Yep. Next game, we have the Vikings at Bengals. And finally, this is where we differ. Yep. <laughs> so I have the Bengals winning this game. No pa- no Green Bay Packer fan bias there. Nope. Uh, I mean, I think the Bengals are a better team, better offense. I mean, their defense is not very good, but they did bring in a lot of cornerbacks in the offseason. A lot of decent cornerbacks. So maybe that's able to shut down uh, Kirk Cousins in the passing there. But, I mean. I, 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 I like Delvin Cook. I mean, Delvin Cook. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, now Chris Hernandez or Herndon. Herndon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, giving Kirk Cousins isn't always the flashiest, but Delvin Cook, he's a hard guy to bet against, especially week one against the Bengals. But yeah, I mean, Bengals, they're not the best team either. Vikings, they're kind of even teams, I would say. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a, again, I think the deciding factor here for me was the Bengals being at home. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I know that the Packers, I remember we lost to them at home. I mean, this was four or five years ago now, but, I mean, long time ago. But I just remember losing, like, a really weird game to them and, like, what the hell just happened. Yep. So, I mean. It's possible. And Joe Burrow, he's back and healthy. He's got Jamar Chase there now. He's got Mm -hmm. a young receiving core. He's got Joe Mixon. He's got Joe Mixon. I think that they're 
the Vikings defense just isn't as good as it was in the years past. So mm-hmm. and Joe, I think he'll be ready. He'll be firing. Joe, yeah, he'll be out and he'll be ready. He'll, he'll be firing. He's a winner. Yeah, he's a winner. He's the guy. He'll go out and win that game for them. And they're at home too, so he wants to. He'll probably want to show out in front of the Bengals in front of Cincinnati. So. I got the Bengals. You got the Vikings. It'll be interesting to see how that mm-hmm. goes. Another one of the good games of the week. Yep. No really fantasy relevant waiver wire additions there to keep your yeah, eye on. A lot I of mean, the people are being drafted. Most, yeah. A majority of them. I mean, maybe a Bengals tight end emerges there or a Vikings tight end. But, I mean, pretty much just kind of kind of a running theme is just tight ends. Maybe yep. one of them comes out and does good. Uh, next game, we have the Cardinals at Titans. Another game where we differ. Yep. I have the Titans. And I have the Cardinals. Um, I mean, I think the Titans, I mean, Cardinals, I mean, they're, again, two kind of similar teams, not the best mm-hmm. defenses, pretty potent offenses. I mean, Derrick Henry on the Titans, I mean, they're going to run the ball probably down the Titans or the Cardinals' throats. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, their run defense isn't all the best, I don't believe. And, I mean, they really don't have the front seven. I mean, they got Chandler Jones there maybe, but... J.J. Watt. J.J. <laughs> yeah, J.J. Watt. The former no. three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I believe MVP. so, yeah. Something like that. But he's that. getting older. No, yeah. I, I see where you come from, but I just think... The Cardinals, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins. I was sticky or like on this pick. I wanted to pick the Cardinals just but, because of Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and that potent offense there. I just But like you said, the home field is home field your deciding yeah, factor. Yep. I just No, I, it, it is tough and it'll be a good matchup. I think it'll be a really good matchup. Yeah, it's one of those games I'm gonna definitely be keeping an eye on. I got a lot of guys in this game. I mean I have both quarterbacks in different leagues. I have DeAndre Hopkins, I have Chase Edmonds in a league. Got a lot of guys. So I got AJ Brown in one league. Yeah. I mean, Julio, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I got Derrick Henry. Yeah, so, so a lot of fantasy players in that one. Yeah, no, there's a lot of fantasy relevancy there. I mean, waiver wire wise, um, AJ Green, Rondell Moore. It'll be interesting to see which one of those receivers gets more targets, more receptions, or even more just fan- straight up fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ Green rostered in thirty, almost thirty one percent of leagues, while Rondell Moore is just about twenty percent of leagues. Um, I mean, both. Rondell Moore's the rookie. We talked about him, but AJ Green. I mean, yeah. it's AJ Green, veteran. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't really been healthy the last couple of years. So now that he's supposedly healthy, I mean, maybe he'll get more targets. You know, maybe. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. He was yeah injury plagued like all of last season. I remember drafting him, and he just didn't play really. Yeah, very, I mean, he he went very high. I think it was either fourth, fifth round. I think. Yeah, it was pretty like high, and he just yeah didn't end up playing. But yeah, now that he's in Arizona, maybe he can revive his career at least for the meantime. I mean, he's got Kyler there. It's going to be a very potent offense. I mean, the running backs are Chase Edmonds, James Conner, so they're more iffy. They probably won't be running it nearly as much. They'll probably be more of a passing yeah, air raid I think offense. Kyler will have a good year. Very good year. I got him as my number one quarterback, so um, I was very happy to get him in one of my other or one of my leagues. But yeah, I think that offense is too potent. But uh, Titans again, it's just two very potent offenses. But it just depends on the defenses. I think it'll probably be a very high scoring game. Oh yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think again, like you had said, and I had said earlier, home field advantage. I think week one especially, fans are back for the first time. I mean, I guess preseason there were some there and. Yeah, but, but a lot of the starters weren't all, you know. Yeah, it's, much. the energy will be there in the stadium. All the home, I mean, all the home stadiums. Every game is in a home stadium, I guess. But <laughs> yep. uh, home teams. Yeah, the home teams, their fans will just be they'll be on fire. And it's Tennessee Titans. I mean, yeah, I just got the Titans winning that. I mean, 
Cardinals. I wanted to pick the Cardinals, like I said, but it's just it's just another tough matchup. Yeah, another tough matchup. It'll be great, great game to watch. Next one, not so much of a tough matchup. 49ers at the Lions. Um, we both have, yeah, 49ers, both have 49ers there. Niners. You take the Lions. Um, I don't know what would be wrong with you. Uh, Lions just are not a good team. Yeah, not, I mean, I mean yeah, it would be, not on paper at least. Yeah, it would be amazing to see them come out and win this game. Yeah, like you said, it it'd be a great it's a great point of they're not they don't good do good on paper don't look good on paper but in the end they could be a good exactly, team yeah. 49ers i guess are kind of question uh question mark you know i mean jimmy garoppolo is he really that guy yeah, George. without trey lance there i mean maybe trey lance is the guy they need to just bolster, bolster that offense, offense. Yep. maybe jimmy garoppolo just isn't the guy and maybe that defense i mean the defense isn't the best either i mean they're mm-hmm. a top they got defense. bolsa back they got bolsa back and they have fred warner there too but i mean they're secondary not really known for what they've been known in the past uh-huh. so oh, and george kill coming off the injury last year who knows if he's going to be two young wide receivers too but yeah george kittle don't know if he'll get back to the way he was Brandon Ayuk, he's kind of injured too, I believe. And yep. then Debo Samuel, he's been injured in the past. So and maybe the Lions come out and maybe this is the upset of the week. And we see them, the Lions come out and beat the 49ers. But uh, speaking of the Lions, I mean, the one guy on the waiver wire uh, to watch would be Amon Ross St. Brown, another rookie wide receiver, uh, only rostered in about 12% of leagues. But he is one of the starters there, and maybe he becomes one of the best uh best receivers there yeah. one of the highest targets yeah maybe. wins the starting job yeah so uh interesting to see moving forward but yeah i mean we both have the 49ers here but it would be very much an upset and i could pro- i could possibly see the lines winning this at home i mean mm-hmm. again the home field advantage could yep. have something to do with it but uh again it's just 49ers i feel like they're just a much better team yeah no i agree and yeah next game we have steelers at bills look thinking back to last year i mean the steelers were a pretty good team so i mean you think this would be more of a closer matchup due to the steelers defense but they stepped down a lot last year towards the second half of the season yeah they kind of fell apart yeah they were probably one of the best 11 and 5 teams or whatever they were last year or one of the worst i would say uh and yeah i have the bills winning it and yep, so do so you do I, yep. yeah there's nothing Just really... josh allen stuff on digs exactly. i mean exactly like the there's... two top well, I wouldn't say two out top of the position. I know Josh Allen was number one last year, right? Number one quarterback. quarterback. Um, fantasy wise, I'm not quite sure. I mean, he was up there. Yeah, yeah. top five. They're both top five fan- like fantasy options at their position. So, yeah. I mean, if they do anything like they did last year, it's going to be tough for the Steelers, I think, to keep up with their offense. Given both teams have pretty good defenses, Bills maybe not as much, but home field advantage. Home field advantage. It's going to play another big Bills party. Mafia. They will be on fire. They'll be electric. They're going to have a lot Buffalo. of folding tables. Yeah, there'll be a, a lot of people going through tables on Sunday and probably Saturday even. So, mm-hmm. um but yeah, Bills Bills take this one. I mean, offense just isn't the best with the Steelers. I mean, maybe they come out, maybe it's a lot better of a game than we expect, but I'm expecting the Bills to win, and so are you. So, mm-hmm. Next game, the last uh, twelve or noon game, we have the Eagles at Falcons. Uh, I have the Eagles winning this one. Yep, and I have the Falcons. Uh, another game that just two evenly bad teams, I would say. I yep. mean, Falcons. I mean, both offenses. I mean, the question mark there would be with Jalen Hurts uh, and that offense if they can step up and be good, which I think they will, especially against a really bad Falcons defense. I think that's kind of the key here: is the Falcons defense is 
bad. They yeah, were they're not very good. They, I believe, they allowed one of the like worst like yards passing yards per game last year. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a great first game for Jalen Hurts. I mean, maybe it won't be a very good window into the rest of the season because they'll probably face some tougher defenses yeah. and get shut down, have a lot of turnovers in other games. But I think Jalen Hurts is going to come out and light it up week one. Uh, especially against the Falcons defense. Yeah, I just the reason I picked Falcons is just Matt Ryan, Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley. I think they're going to light up the Eagles secondary who isn't always hasn't been the strongest yeah. past years. Their front line for the Eagles is a little better, so I don't think Mike Davis will have as big as a day, but I think Matt Ryan is going to throw for four touchdowns. Oh yeah, I could definitely see defense. that. Matt Ryan, I mean, he has his up and down years, so maybe he's back up on top this year again. So, but yeah, I mean, I could definitely see the Falcons winning. That was another game I sat there and I was like, "Hmm. I want to take the Falcons cuz they're the home team, but I just feel like the Eagles are going to are going to stomp Come on, on them." Top. Yeah, like I feel like that offense for the Eagles with Jalen Hurts now a quarterback. I feel like that's going to be an explosive offense, and Falcons just aren't going to be able to stop that. Mm-hmm. Be interesting to see. Be very interesting to see. And uh, the one waiver wire guy to keep your eye on would be Quez Watkins, wide receiver for the Eagles. He'd be the number three guy there, I believe, behind Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager. Um, we couldn't really think about that on the rookie episode, the third guy there, and that is Quez Watkins. And he had a pretty stellar preseason, so uh, maybe he has built up that rapport with uh Jalen Hurts I mean I guess I don't really know if they play together in the preseason but Mm -hmm. and he's only rostered in 1.5 percent of ESPN 1.5 so that's just the one thing to keep your eye on I mean just yeah we're just talking about people that really aren't on a lot of teams yeah that could potentially break out week one and have an eye just have your eye on him yeah he's just waiver wires yeah he could be a guy yeah come or just has a good couple first games of the season and then kind of fans out i mean we see that every year someone starts out hot but i mean he could win you a couple of games that get you into the playoffs later yep. on so who knows but quez watkins just got to keep your eye on moving on to the 325 slate uh we have first game browns at chiefs we both have the the chiefs here i this mean this is a tough one for me yeah really i think so. i mean the brown i mean the chiefs i get it they're in the super bowl last year their offense is electric but the browns they got the defense they got the run game Baker, if he can manage the game, not have many turnovers, I think it'll be a close game. I, I honestly do. I honestly thought you were joking. No, I'm said serious. <laughs> um, I, uh, I think that the Chiefs are going to blow him out of the water. I mean, Patrick Mahomes coming back with vengeance after losing to the, the Bucks in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I just feel like the, the Chiefs are going to be something to reckon with this season. And the Browns, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm just still kind of in that brown mindset that it's the Browns. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I definitely thought about this one. I picked the Chiefs, but I just, I think it'll be a good game. They're, I think better than you think. The Browns think. are not the, really the Browns anymore. So, I mean, no, you, they you had 11 wins point. last season. They I had think. 11 points. They won a playoff game last yeah, year, right? I mean, cricked the crap out of the Steelers. Yeah, like, so, I mean, it would be interesting to see yeah, if the Browns come back firing on all cylinders. And, yeah, like you said, yeah, they do have a very good, they have a very potent offense. A lot of guys there. I mean, Odell, Jarvis, and the wide receiver core. I mean, they have three tight ends there, I feel like, that are uh-huh. somewhat fantasy relevant week to week. And then, can't forget Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I mean, those two. And I don't think the Chiefs' defense is as, well, it's not as bad, but it's not the greatest yeah, in the league. I definitely agree with that. I mean, Chiefs' defense isn't stellar, isn't the I wouldn't say it'd be good, really, by any means. I mean, they're but you they're, say they'd they're really average. Be bad. Yeah, they're average. Would... Yeah, they're not bad by any means either. They're just kind of right in between. Middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it would be a very good game. Like you said, yeah, I, th- 
I mean, I was kind of thinking, yeah, Chiefs will blow it out. But the more we talk about it, yeah, I think that will probably be a pretty good game. And, I mean, looking at these other 325 games, we have pretty good games for that those four games. I mean, the second game here we have Packers at Saints, which isn't really at Saints. It's in Jacksonville, I believe, yep. due to the hurricane that yep. is currently going on in Louisiana. And if you guess who we'd pick, yeah, <laughs> you might be right. I take the Saints. No, <laughs> I, I'm. We're both taking the Packers here. Of course, I mean, yeah. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, no more Drew Brees. Team, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, for other reasons. Yeah, no more Drew Brees. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they are our team first off, and we're always probably going to pick the Packers. Most likely, week. yeah. But I mean, yeah, Saints. They have a lot of glaring issues there. Their defense not very good. Um, and yeah, James no more, Winston. Yeah, no more Drew Brees. You're under the n- no more Drew Brees era. So it's well, James Tom- Winston. Yeah, Michael Thomas. Michael is out. Thomas is out. So I mean, the starting wide receivers are Traquan Smith, Traquan Smith, and Marquez Callaway. Callaway. So yep. I mean, Adam Troutman too. They're hurt starting. As well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you just it's a lot of question marks there for the Saints, and yeah, it's probably going to be a blowout there. And if it was in New Orleans, it would be a little bit different story, I think, in the Dome. It definitely yeah. would, but I still think the Packers would yeah. come out on top. Yeah, definitely. And then some waiver wires to keep, uh, or waiver wire guys to keep an eye on. I mean, just three Packer wide yeah, receivers. Any wide receiver that isn't Devontae Adams. Yeah, it depends, or just depends on which one of them does good week one. I mean, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, he's rostered the lowest percentage out of these three uh at just 3.9%, and he's the number two guy on the roster, like or on the depth chart, I should yep. say. He's the number two wide receiver. So I'm quite shocked that Alan Lazard, I mean, he's only rostered in 4.9. And then, but Randall Cobb, 31.5% of leagues. So, I mean, I kind of found both those to be shocking. I mean, Randall Cobb especially. I mean, I'm surprised just, that's not higher, and I think he will end up being the number two just because of the, I mean, not that MVS and, or yeah, Valis Scantling and Lazard don't have the chemistry, but. Cobb has been there, I think, longer. Yeah, in his first tenure with the team. Yeah, he's been with Rodgers before, so Rodgers, yeah, he'll he'll probably just go right back to that chemistry. And yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, Rondo Cobb though he is older, so I would say Marquez Valdez Scantling's the guy out of these three to keep your eye on. But I mean, like we said, week one after the, the game with the Saints, just see which one pretty much has the most yards, and then just pick up the other one, and then he'll probably have a good game next week. So <laughs> yep. it just it's probably going to be up and down all season for those guys. But I mean. Just something to keep your eye on. Um, next game uh, at the 325 slate, we have the Broncos at Giants. We both have the Giants here. Um, I mean, Giants are at home, so yeah, it's they're both pretty bad teams. So yeah, I'd it, say the Giants are the better of the worst teams. Yeah, I mean, they're both defenses not very good. I mean, not the best. I'd say. I mean, both offenses are pretty Subpar. good. They got, I'd say the Giants they definitely. Have, their offense would be more. Yeah, have more weapons, more potential. Both, yeah, both offenses kind of have pretty good weapons. I mean, Denver, you got Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, true, and then the two running backs, and then you also can't forget Noah Fant. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. So I mean, they have a pretty good offense. So I mean, maybe Teddy Bridgewater comes out and tears apart the Giants' defense, but I mean, I think the Giants, yeah, they'll come out on top. Like you said, be- better offense. Daniel yeah. Jones, younger quarterback, coming into year three now. I think. Got Saquon back. Got mm-hmm. Kenny Galladay there now. Yep, got Kyle a lot Rudolph. of... Rudolph's hurt, though, isn't he? No, it's Evan Ingram is hurt. Oh, Ev- okay. I got Evan Ingram is, like, kind of questionable for uh, week one. So, it's looking, yeah. But Kyle Rudolph, he looks like he'll be ready for week one. But, yeah, still a lot of mouths there. And, yeah, I, I mean, we both think the Giants will win. So, just the one guy to keep your eye on for the waiver wire. I mean, that'd be Teddy Bridgewater for the Broncos. Uh, he's only rostered in 4.8% of leagues. So... 
I mean, just depending on how he does week one. I mean, last year with the Panthers, he wasn't all that fantasy relevant. So no. maybe he'll probably just go back to that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of a game manager, not maybe, really fantasy relevant. Maybe a backup relevant. on your team if yeah. one of your guys goes Bye down. week or, yeah, yeah. injuries. So, um, yeah, nothing much else to talk about there. Moving on to the last game at the 325 slot, we have the Dolphins at Patriots. Um, another game where we differ here. I got the Patriots winning. I got the Dolphins. Um. I mean, yeah, you get the division matchup there, but mm-hmm. it is in New England, so another deciding factor in why I chose the Patriots. I mean, uh, and I mean Mac Jones too. I mm-hmm. just think Mac Jones is going to be a better get quarterback her done than, first week, huh? Yeah, if Mac Jones can be a better quarterback than Tua is. I mean, I don't think Tua is all that great of a quarterback. I agree. He just hasn't been good really i mean he replaced fitzpatrick last year and yeah, there was kind of a question mark for yeah a while, yeah because i mean fitzpatrick wasn't doing bad by any means but then after the bye week they just said said Tua was going to be their starter and it's like and he led him to the playoffs right he did but i mean it was uh, yeah their it, defense was their defense i think was a main part to do with that but yeah Tua, i just don't think he can get it done i mean maybe he comes out and he becomes a good quarterback this next year but i mean He's rostered in 51% of leagues, so just uh, maybe a waiver wire to keep your eye on. Mm-hmm. And then Mac Jones, too, only rostered in 22% of leagues, so just a rookie quarterback no, there. Keep an eye on. Yeah, and then the wide receiver, I believe he's the number one wide receiver for the Patriots, Jacoby Myers, uh, guy to keep your eye on. He is rostered in 58.5% of leagues, so quite a few quite a few leagues there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, someone's got to catch balls there, right? Mm-hmm. I mean... They really don't have anyone else. So, I mean, Jacoby Myers is probably going to be the guy. And if the Patriots are going to win, they're probably going to have to throw the ball. So, yeah, I think Patriots will win. Mac Jones will come out and burst onto the scene week one. So It'll be a good matchup. Yeah, it definitely will be. And then we got the Sunday night game, Bears at Rams. We both have the Rams here. I mean, nothing much to talk about there. Yeah. Rams are a decidedly better team than at home. the Bears. Yeah, At home, and you got... Going against Andy Dalton and that tough Rams defense. Yeah, not going to be good for Andy Dalton and the Bears. So, But, I mean, got to keep your eye on fantasy-wise would be Darnell Mooney, rostered in 56% of leagues. but He's the number two there. He's for... the number two. So, yeah, I would say if Justin Fields takes off, uh, we I think we've talked about this before, but, yeah, if Justin Fields takes off, that offense will probably take a step up. Darnell Mooney probably be more of a fantasy-relevant option. Mm-hmm. Moving on to the Monday night game at 7.15, we have the Ravens at Raiders. We both have the Ravens here. I mean, not much of a question mark there no. again. Uh, Raider, or Ravens are a decidedly better team than the Raiders. I mean, Yeah, better offense and better defense. Better quarterback, better wide receivers, probably uh, maybe not better running back, but that doesn't really matter at no. this point. I mean, defense, Ravens defense is, is pretty damn good. And yeah. Derek Carr, not the best quarterback, so I'm guessing that that Raiders offense will probably get shut down pretty well. Um, but, yeah, Ravens, one of the better teams in the league. So mm-hmm. they'll probably have yeah. a pretty good season. Lamar Jackson coming back. So. I can see him going for another 1,000 rushing yards. Exactly. So, I mean, we both got the Ravens. Nothing else much to talk about. The waiver wire guys, um, there's three that I have for this game. Two on the Ravens, uh, one on the Raiders. I mean, Sammy Watkin, second wide receiver for the Ravens. He's only rostered in 9.4% of leagues. I mean, it's a pretty low number. He was a former first round pick. He did pretty good for the Saints or not Saints, the Chiefs last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, decent, when he whatever. Was play, yeah, he yeah. Was hurt a little bit, I think. And then, I mean, with the Bills, his rookie rookie season and then second year, whatever, however long he was there. I mean, he's done, he's shown flashes mm-hmm. of 
goodness. Yeah, potential. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just got to keep your eye on the wide receiver core in Baltimore is very lackluster. I mean, Marquise Brown just hasn't really solidified himself as that guy. Yeah. So maybe Sammy so, Watkins becomes that guy. So yeah, I would say Mark Andrews is probably their best yeah. pass catcher on the team. Probably so <clears throat> there. Um, then the other guy for the Ravens, Tyson Williams. We talked about him in the rookie show. Um, undrafted guy. Rostered in 20, uh, 20.1% of leagues, but we just news came out today that or yesterday that Justice Hill has suffered a torn Achilles. So Tyson Hill or Tyson Williams is the second guy there behind Gus Edwards, and that's a running back by committee. There they've always used multiple running backs. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson there running the ball. Yep. So yeah, I mean, a lot of guys there, and I mean, undrafted guys are always. Not always, but for some of the scenes sometime. I mean, you got Philip Lindsay a couple years back, James Robinson last year. Maybe Tyson Williams comes up and blows up week one like James Robinson did last year. Mm -hmm, And takes over Gus as the number one. Yeah, who knows? Um, But that is it for our week one preview. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in next Tuesday where we will cover some of the waiver wire candidates for week one along with a week one recap. And then a week two preview will probably come on Wednesday or Thursday.